Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 82, In Service of Another. Hey, welcome back. This is Occultus Anonymous, episode 83. Nope. Mm-mm. 82. Um, it is, at, at the time of recording, Valentine's Day. So thank you for being here with us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, sorry we missed you, I guess. But Twitch folks, hi. Thank you for spending your Friday night with us. Um, Thank you for spending your fake made-up holiday with us. <laughs> we still love you. Yep. Um, wow. Completely just derailed. Where was? Oh, right. The same thing I say every week. Uh, <laughs> Hi, we play wizard games on the internet, and we love your support. We do. Uh, thank you very much um, for uh, to our patrons uh, who support us monetarily. Who um, you guys are adding more and more names, which we greatly appreciate. And I don't think these ones were nearly as bad as the last ones. Uh, so uh, thank you guys, uh, everybody who supports us, whether it's on Patreon, s- subscribing, following, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, list, there we go. Uh, thank you to Adam, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Badur, Bernie, Brandon, Doc, Emil, Giovanni, James, John, Josh, Catfeathers, Melissa, Michael, uh, Moku, Noba, Other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Roy Viscrad, Ryan Schmitty, Sebastian, Sinna, and Thomas. Uh, thank you guys for joining us and hanging out um, and supporting us monetarily. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. We have made inroads to finding some artists for commissions, which, by the way, last little shout out live and probably next week. Um, if you are interested in doing art uh, for our characters, and yes, it is a paid gig. No, we don't pay an exposure. Um, reach out to us. Uh, Twitter DMs is good. I know you're a bunch of you are out there, Discord, all that kind of stuff. Just reach out, uh, YouTube comments. Um, hopefully not YouTube comments. Um, but yeah, we are looking for some, you know, new stuff because, you know, our characters have grown and evolved and gained legacies and let's, let's get some updated art um, because that would be super cool. And that's what the Patreon funds are literally for. Um, and so I'd like to put it back into the community of people who like our show. Um, anyways. When we last left, uh, the Cabal had emerged from the Temenos uh, on their little jaunt to get some items that reflected weird and steal them out of the Temenos and uh, deliver them to Scopitas. But of course, they're like, well, hang on, we can't just let everybody know what we're doing. So Atratus wanted to go get some, uh, I think we determined it was uh, papyrus or some other paper of Minoan and Greek uh, letterings so she could learn and teach herself Minoan and finally solve a millennia old mystery. Um, it's probably stone. Probably stone. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and then uh, Songbird beat up Songbird for his leather jacket. It was very cool. It I'm kicking sense. my own ass, pal. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, and then of course uh, the items that Weird uh, nailed down were I almost said stole, but no, made a deal with to get a tarot deck from a real live Goetia of carnival storyteller or uh, fortune tellers. The necklace of necklace. Oh, man, we are off to a great start, gang. The color of. Um, oh, my gosh. Weird. Uh, Craig. Dog. Dog. Pick dog. One's dog. <laughs> yes. Pick one's dog. Dog. Doggy killed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, Oh, right. A uh, little tea teacup of uh, uh, Kintsugi. 
Yeah. Yep. Oh boy, guys, <laughs> we're we're doomed. Uh, I'm the one who slept for three hours. Right. Hmm. Hang, hang on, hang on. Let me just uh, sip. <laughs> big gulp. Okay, we'll get that caffeine in to be going. Um, and uh, yeah, so with all that, and then they woke up, met with a freaked out Titus and uh, Jimmy, uh, who. Uh, Later in the night, we'll let you know that he's, especially considering all he's doing, has settled on the shadow name of Network. He's like, I thought it was a little nerdy, but, you know, between the social media stuff and connecting with people and like, no, I dig it. Network. I'm, I am the one who makes connections. I like it. So, yes. Um, and then, uh, you know, they had pizza. And it was nice. And then the Sears showed up. Made well, an offer. Us here. That's true. Uh, Abaddon uh, showed up making an offer to uh, journey with them to Cambodia because, well, their interests are aligned. Uh, And the Cabal said, we'll think on that. We'll get back to you. Um, Which is really all he asked us to do. Correct. Um, It was actually quite reasonable for a, you know, seer. And Exarch worshipping seer. Yeah. Yes. Uh, cool. Uh, but yeah, with that, um, I think the night passes into evening, um, and sunsets, sunrises, and we find the cabal doing what? Because there's a whole lot of stuff on the, the <laughs> list that so Chris sent me on like Tuesday or Monday. He was like, I want to do this, like, this and this and this and this and this. And I'm like, we'll see how much of it we get done. Well, yeah, that, I mean, it was more of like, oh, these are things we need to address. Yep, because we got a we got a to do list now. I want to look into um specifically the uh, abyssal nonsense that he's claiming is going on in Cambodia. Sure, because we know that the Mysterium has like groups that specifically keep track of the abyss. They keep track of the knowledge, at least. Uh, the actual, I wonder if they can tell me if that's actually going on. If nothing else, the use of a Gregor um, and that kind of knowledge and stuff like that is definitely a, a good way to kind of find that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of all the of all of the caucuses, the Mysterium are the most interconnected. Uh, but yeah, if we want to start with there, um, you head down to the Athenaeum uh, and go speak are, with. Hmm? Are, you, are you going to the Athenaeum? Uh, yes. Can, I mean, can I come with you? I mean, weird can only. It was your your house, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I just thinking what I want to do might go better with you there. Weird, you're allowed to go. Yeah. No, I, I, I know. I just. You I have a dot. <laughs> yes, I, I know. Pen. I just little American flags. Yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll go with you if that's right. Sure. Okay. Songbird, are you coming? To the book place? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, we also we also do need to ask them about snatching these things out of our souls that we yeah, stole. Yeah. Or I, I'm bargained I'll for. Put it on a trophy case or something. In his own mm-hmm. in his own own euros. In your soul. Hang. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. it's it's not going anywhere. That's fair. I'll catch up with you later. Okay. Is there a made version of Zone of Truth? Yes. Prime One, Pierce Deception. 
doesn't force people to be truthful, but you see right through their lies. And uh, yeah. I think with the reach, you the, can the, tell the force. Yeah, you get ideas of what it does or what kind, what their what the actual truth is. That's what it was. Um, yeah. Okay. Is uh, so, uh, while they're heading off to the Athenaeum, is there? Sombra is going to go spend a shitload of mana. Oh, yes. it's crafting time. It's crafting time. I was going to make right. a Power Rangers joke, but I couldn't think of the forge master. Well, no, the 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 motion I had that's kind of ingrained, but I was just like forge master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all you get, guys. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So um, if you want to just go ahead and start um, queuing rolling, up some spells, yeah, queuing them up, yeah. and uh, then we'll discuss the results. Well, it's not really spells, but yeah, because we'll figure out how much time and effort he has to put into it, and potentially how much willpower comes out. But yeah, so in the meantime, uh, Weird and Atratus head down to the Athenaeum. Um, where is your guys' first stop? Um, I want to look casual, so I'll just tag along wherever you want to go. Okay. Um, yeah, we can see who should I talk to, because I don't have enough of Gregor to actually have the connection. I'm going to have to ask right. somebody to help me. Mm-hmm. Um... Do I know if anyone here is like known for knowing about the abyss? Oh, here. Um, yeah. Do we have any abyssal scholars in New York? Well, Ate is more of an Alethian. Mm-hmm. Um, at well, the most knowledgeable heavy air quotes there person in the concilium, or excuse me, in the. Uh, Athenaeum is definitely going to be um, Oceans. Um, he's is a little bit more of a bureaucrat um, and an action person similar to Shauna. They like to go get things and record things. And um, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Yeah, Oceans at least would be the... the, 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 the uh, would be the appropriate place to start, I think, if nothing else. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I guess, see if she's in her office and busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering the time that you wake up, uh, yeah, she's she's definitely made it into uh, the office at that point. Um, and so, yeah, she <laughs> she opens the door for you in her tiny little, you know, cubicle size office. Yeah. Uh, it says, oh, uh, I tried this fabulous. And oh, hello, weird. Uh, <laughs> it's like who's I'm imagining like hovering. Just out of reach, yeah. Trying to uh, stay out of sight, yeah. Right. Um, uh, did um, something I can do to help you ladies? Uh, we got a visit yesterday from a seer. Okay, the fact that you were here and Songbird is not here, I imagine this is something neutral-ish. What's up? Um... He told us some information about the temple in Cambodia where the last grimoire is. Mm-hmm. Um, he apparently wants something there. I don't remember what he wanted, actually. Uh, remember, he wanted the bound. He wanted to put it back. Um, yeah. Um, seal up a nasty beastie. 
Yeah. Okay. I guess it's not something he wants. He wants to get in and... Is that what's causing the abyss problems? Uh, he did not know. He didn't say, at least. Because yeah. he, he knows that there's a bound, and then when he sent stuff, the abyss is messing with it. So he's not sure which came first. What? Okay. Um, he told us that there is a bound there, and some sort of abyssal interference going on. He wants to deal with the bound... We want the grimoire. I don't know that he cares about the grimoire. He did mention that he would prefer you guys to have it than the Panopticon, because he knows the Panopticon is also after it. And if he can casually throw the middle finger to the Panopticon while he's doing his job. While doing his job, yeah. So I wanted to know if we could verify if there had been any sort of abyssal activity going on there before we just believe this seer who showed up at our door that is a decent plan um as i go pull up a gregor and double check and figure out exactly how much information she can just know off the top of her head uh da, 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 supernal lore a gregor she's considered to have a medium sympathetic connection to all members of the order uh, da, 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 da. access library right okay uh, so yeah she basically says um, I can definitely reach out uh, to other members of the order um, uh, and reach out to some various well yeah I'm trying to th- all of a sudden I'm background lore trying to figure out would there be a caucus in Cambodia or yeah of course there would be um and so, yeah, uh, I will I will reach out and and report back. Um, it is unlike the Sears to claim something abyssal is, you know, a foot. But at the same time, um, when they get involved with the bound creatures, they um, they tend to be heavy handed because they like us want the world to keep spinning. Um, so uh, a small lie to get you over there to help would make sense. So, um, yeah, I will I will let you know. Um, yeah. Also, is this. Is this a terrible idea? <laughs> um, he didn't. The he offered sir- us a deal, right? He offered to come with us, do his job while we're doing ours because he and his mages couldn't get in. He also sounded like he was in a precarious position. And yeah, he seemed like he was hoping in... to use this to get back into good graces. Um, a bit of a bind. Right, and she kind of leans back on her desk and she goes, "It's it's going to be a thing that you're probably going to have. I mean, the nice. You're going to have to to play it carefully. Um, get an oath from him, um, oh, yeah. or something like that. Um, but even then." Double check, triple check, because even if you get an oath from him, um, you know, there are there are ways around that. And at the end of the day, he might be completely truthful about wanting this, that and the other, but fails to mention that, you know, the paternoster right behind him and, you know, 
want to do something else or are covering his back and going to take you out when he has what he, yeah. So, um, you know, plan an escape route, you know, be prepared for anything. Um, and, you know, it kind of motions that weird divine, 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 um, you know, think, think things through, take some time and, uh, plan because I'll be honest, when we <laughs> that's how we work the best if we think things out ahead of time trying to go off the uh the, the seat of our pants is a little bit rougher um and i mean if nothing else you might reach out to you know the arrow and or actually the free council um they're the ones who keep the closest tabs on sears to see if they know this one at least this one and see if they've sniffed out any local plots Things of that nature. Okay. Good to know. And then, yeah, as soon as I know something, I will text you. All right. Thanks. Uh, and then we pause and switch over to Songbird. You were casting what? Uh, I'm casting uh, Knit. Oh, okay. Cool. Get that Get that willpower pops. Mm-hmm. Um, I need a chance die. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying to work on. I was like, where are we at with Paradox? There's a chance die. Goddamn. So roll your wisdom. Uh, it's going to probably be, just be a bashing wound, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. And then 11 dice. Mm-hmm. Well, you want that mana back? <laughs> hmm? Oh, actually, I didn't spend, didn't any, spend mana any mana yet. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll take a condition. All right. Sure. Probably just going to be a flat arcane beat, but we'll... Keep okay. that in mind for we'll, we'll leave a nebulous scene. There we go. Uh, <laughs> condition there, just in case we. So you're knitting yourself, I imagine. Oh, right for the mm-hmm. willpower. Okay. Great. Yep. Uh, Keeping yeah, myself so fed, fed and a, willpowered up. Let's do a plus two to your to one uh, imbuement roll since okay. I know that's where you're prepping. Uh, all right. Um, I am starting off. With, oh, I guess I would have texted Jimmy and Titus to swing by. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I need Jimmy's cane. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like sure, and has no problem handing it over. He doesn't have a, mm-hmm. but he's like, wait, hang on. What What are you doing? As you like carry it over to, I imagine your, <laughs> you know, workspace. Yeah. Um. So Jimmy, I'm going to give you a. It seemed fitting that since I am at least partially responsible for your lack of sight, mm-hmm. that I help expand your new sight. I'm down for this. What, what do you have um, in mind? This, I'm going to lend you the ability to see in the arcana that I possess. That is that is a lot of extra arcana for me. Okay, I'm on it, board. If anything, it'll be. It'll let you notice what's going on around you. And if you find something particularly fascinating, it may be sort of the impetus for something you want to study. Absolutely. Um, Oh, and you're going to, no one's going to be able to lie to you. Yeah, sure. That'll be useful. Mm -hmm. 
So shared sight and perception. I know we worked all, all the dice and everything right. behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I need uh, six successes on this one. Okay. And I've got a pool of, you said plus two on this one? Mm-hmm. On that first. Uh, so that'll be, uh, was it three, seven, nine, twelve dice mm-hmm. with willpower? you have to get six all at once? No. No, but I did. <laughs> and it also means it's an exceptional success, yeah, so, so you can relinquish so it. free, free. relinquish it. Yep. Which, if I remember, Hell how yeah. long does an imbuement roll take? Is it an hour? It's an hour. Yeah. So sit down to work this thing. I, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, it's fitting. It's two prime one spells. It's like, that is my absolute fucking wheelhouse. That's true. Uh, so yeah, I'll hand that over to him. Uh, you will have to uh, activate it, mm-hmm. but once it's used you as its subject, it will last as long as you wish the spell to be there. Cool. And that is going to cost him a man every time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of set up to just go once. Right. Oh, is it? You know, oh, that's right. This is the one that's it's an indefinite spell. Right. Okay. So, um, cool. and then, uh, Titus, do you have a, weapon of some sort uh, like you kind of looks back to where that le- the the you know uh double barreled shotgun was he's like not a like concealable one but i mean i can i can i can get something yeah let's let's do that okay uh i'll be back i'm just going to Run down to the Athenaeum. Just run down to the the, the gun closet real fast. <laughs> uh, I mean, you can also make him one. Yeah, yeah, well. matter too. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. No, uh, same same closet where Shanna keeps all her tools and supplies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Titus is like zips on down to the Athenaeum, which is not too very very far. Actually, especially if you mentioned it before you work on Jimmy's. Yeah. Yeah, he's got time to come back and. Uh, you know, returns with a nice, you know, small pistol mm-hmm. and says, uh, yeah, here you go. How about, how about that? Does that satisfy? Yeah. This is, and I'm like looking at it like, fuck, this is stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You can cast gun. Um, I'm going to just, you'll be able to use this to pack an extra punch. If you really need to like get in over your head while, you know, working for us okay yeah no, i appreciate that uh, i'm i'm looking into how to help you see more of what we do mm-hmm. but um I, I don't want to have you lose your sight as well which would be a danger in the way that i would have to go about doing things right. he's like he's confused in a second looks over at jimmy looks back oh no that's cool yeah take your time yeah so we'll we'll figure that out. Okay. At least give you some sort of way to detect more things around you. But for now, let's give you some some more defense. Right, and I mean, if if I'm patrolling around with uh, he, he almost says Jimmy uh, with network, then oh, yeah. yeah, network. <laughs> Use your wizard names. Wizards names. <laughs> I, oh, excuse me, I made up names. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So this one is telekinetic strike. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need eight successes. 
And I have 10 dice. Oh boy, it's gonna yep. be like this. <laughs> One. <laughs> Forces three, brand new imbuement. Three. Stupid guns. If this was a sword, it'd be done. Six. Okay, so that's to be a willpower dot. Four yeah. hours later. Yeah. Four hours later, I'm like, all right, get this gun out of my fucking sight. <laughs> yeah. they, they left, they did a patrol, they came back, he's still yeah. working. Hang on, just leave him alone. <laughs> he's still working at it. Just uh, cursing at the gun while he's working. How do you it? fit the Valkyrie inside of this very tiny weapon? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, so while Songbird is working on that, um, and then yeah, don't forget to duck the, uh, the power dot. Cool. And then yeah, we cut back over to the Athenaeum four hours ago. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, weird. Uh, what were you, uh, looking to do? I wanted to get, uh, Atratus to talk to Isa for me. <laughs> About <laughs> removing these things from Oraneros. Yeah. Okay, so... I guess head out of Lucian's office and just go next door. Yeah. Um, knock on the door and like, and it's literally been like, what, two days? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like, you're back. Um, the tea wasn't that good, was it? But I mean, I could <laughs> make more. If, yeah, okay, I'll make more. Uh, then motions for you guys to to sit. Um, and so um, what can your humble Mastigos counselor do for you today? Because, like, looking over at the fact that you yeah. just came out of Ocean's door, he's like, uh-oh, <laughs> they're after stuff. <laughs> they're up to trouble. So, you know, our conversation about theoretically making something from Neuroneros real? Mm-hmm. Can you help us do that? Um, like I said before, like, something short-term I can definitely do, but, like, to permanently root it in the phenomenal world um, might be a little tougher, but um, how short term? I mean, probably give you like a week with it without stressing myself too terribly much. That could work. Okay. Um, now, this is the prodding question, but I need to know what I'm summoning. So, um, well, if I can only have it for a week, mine doesn't really work. But would it well. go back into your nearest after the week, or is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we could have it real for a week, and then it would just go back into your nearest. Mm-hmm. And you can always just wait till you get mine three and summon it yourself. I don't have on that your kind of time. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> sure. But yeah, well, actually, I realized um, Ash needs uh, Mind 3 and Gnosis 4. And, and Gnosis, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she won't be able to just do that, but because uh, that Gnosis 3, it's mental shield. Um, it's the fourth attainment. That's the Goetic Summons. But mm-hmm. yeah, eventually just do it for free. Well, I mean, a mine three isn't going someone's mine. Right, well. you'd be able to mm-hmm. cast it. I was thinking of the, uh, the attainment. Oh, that's part of my attainment, yeah. <laughs> Where you snap your fingers and start somebody yanking people's Just Goetia out. Snatching things out of your, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, okay. Uh, so knowing that, does it try to say never in mind, or is she on board 
you know, because the other thing is, once you get it out, make copies of it. That's true. Mm-hmm. We went trekking through the Tibanos. It was very cool. And I no hitchhikers and you know, like mine side on. Okay, everybody's okay. All parts were we actually discussion. didn't check for that at all. <laughs> uh, you would you especially in the astral, uh, especially mm-hmm. since the three of you went together, you would have noticed, you know, somebody like hitching a ride on Weird's back or something like that. Uh, yeah, you guys are okay. You guys didn't go any place weird. Dang. Uh, but uh, yeah, okay. Um, sure. So, um, and he kind of motions to uh, the little kind of ritual circle that he's got set up uh, where where we last saw it, Mammon was standing getting his memories uh investigated uh we don't say they, that name well and <laughs> fortunately you guys have no idea uh, yeah. but yeah so he brings you over and says uh okay so who's up first and what am i searching for um i'll go first i guess okay um and so he pulls out a little you know little notepad he's like okay best description what, what am i pulling out um i have two things okay one is I guess I really described what it was. It was a, a ring. Okay. Um, a silver ring that came from the Goetia of Silversmithing. It's very cool. It's very intricate and pretty. It should be, I mean, if we're talking about a Mayoneros, it should just be like, well, well I guess it's a house, right? Right. Well, and I mean, it could appear, however, but notably, he needs just the details of the thing. Okay. Uh, so that, he doesn't have to go in there and find it and take right. it. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, because um, in my mind, well, actually, the way he's it describes it, he's like, I'm going to call out to it, and it is going to respond and come come to my call. Uh, actually, okay. the same way you, you call for ghosts. You know, okay. you can name, uh, you know, you can call for just whoever's around, or you can, you know, call some, but you can call for your brother specifically, as an example. All right, well, there's that. Okay. And then there is a stone tablet. A little more detail. Um, it is a tablet that will allow me to translate, uh, one of the Minoan languages from Greek. You were such a nerd. Um, okay, yeah, um, absolutely. Yes. That's from Hiza, the one who's dressed up like a college professor 24-7. Uh, so he sets that down, kind of motions for you to kind of like, he's like, get yourself comfortable, you can use a pillow if you want to lay down or just sit. Um, and then just starts sure. to sit on the floor. Yep. And starts to chant and actually looks over at weird and you're not good with mind magic, right? No. Okay. Uh, but looks at, uh, Travis, you and me though, mm-hmm. we're going to work this together and it'd be great. Uh, great casting also. Yep. I got Negregor dot. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Um, so he rolls, um, this is a super simple thing for him. I'm trying to think, uh, cause Two, uh, scale is minus two. I don't think he cares much about anything else. Mind three. Goetic summons. I love that it's alphabetical. Yeah, duration. So he's already... Oh, yeah, no, he's got that for... Oh, yeah, he's got it for a year. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's more the... The taxing part would be more just having the spell control. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Actually, that reminds me, uh, because I know you were just looking at it. What's primal transfer? Is that prime two? Prime four. Oh, you didn't have that. 
Uh, oh, will that let you move spell control to someone else? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or take it from them. Yep. That's handy. It's super handy, yep. especially for prime mages. Um, so you aren't having to burn all your own willpower to make imbued items? Mm-hmm. Or at least you can make mm. it, pass it off. Oh, well, actually, no, it wouldn't work for imbued items, would it? Because oh. it nope. wouldn't be. It can, because you don't have to relinquish them. Right. But. You does can it leave it. Of, oh, it does count as spell control. There is actually a there's a clause in the spell on what it does for imbued items. Oh, that's right. Um, cool. It makes it so it's they have the control of the flexible reach and everything like that, and they can cancel it whenever they want. But it means that only awakened mages can do it. Okay. Oh, right. That the imbued item is only usable by mages. That's right. Um, okay. So real quick, off the, my head. My dog is being super cute. <laughs> Layla. All right. Yep. Oh, I should have subtracted for withstand. Oh well, I'm not going to stress I about it. He got four successes. Probably okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The first I, one was a nine. Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, so there before you, I actually imagine like just dropped into your lap as of uh, like a shard blade uh, <laughs> out of the mist falling into your lap is this very heavy stone tablet. And then this ding, 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 little ring that kind of rolls across the floor uh, and it goes, okay, that wasn't too bad. Um, and I do then, have one question about this tablet, right? Okay. So... What would the impact be on, like, the world if someone else found this? In what way? Say Being able it, to it, translate a never understood language? No, I mean, would it be noticeably magic? Like, um, No, because say, it, I mean, it looks like a tablet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not now, because this is the one you summoned, of course, but in the future when I can summon it. Mm-hmm. Could I slip it away into like an archaeological site and leave it there for someone to find. Um, and he kind of looks down. He's like, uh, you, you might have to dirty it up a little bit because it looks, you know, like you had pulled Christine. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you might have to dirty it up a little bit. Um, and there's going to be the I whole have spells spell. for that. And that's okay. true. Yeah. More yeah. Or less. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, you could definitely probably do it. Um, there's the only question would be spell control and, I, I guess if another mage caught sight of it and realized what it was, but I don't know that they would care. Um, and the rest if of the someone world, is helping people translate dead languages, right? Um, dissonance. I mean, it's not obviously magical. It's an old stone tablet. I mean, if somebody started to like, he kind of kind of sits there and it's like, I don't know what carbon dating would do for that. But I mean, you have matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I can literally make it that old. Yeah. With it, it would, three dots of matter? Yeah. Hell yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and with death. I was thinking death. Aging yeah. it. You just age it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I would say summon it, tweak it so it fits. But yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time sleepers came across something that kind of confused them. But that would keep the dissonance away and it would hang out until you, <laughs> if you really wanted to you know, pull pull a fast one on, let them research it, and then mm-hmm. stop the spell, spell control and make it disappear <laughs> forever. Disappear. And just watch people go absolutely bonkers trying to find this stolen artifact. Who stole it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, congratulations. Somebody stole the Minoan tablet of whatever. They'll make a movie out of it. <laughs> All right, thanks. You are an odd one to try this. Um, weird, you're up. Um, pulls his little notebook over. Um, we're going to take an hour. Well, no, hang on. Um, half hour to do this, I believe. Got to look up uh, teamwork. Because it has to be virtual casting. Must have the dot, blah, 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 blah. Pages. Yeah, okay. So it's just the ritual of the main caster, I guess. Um, yep. Uh, so, weird. What am I pulling out for you? Um, there's a Japanese teacup. You know what Kintsugi is? Mm, Take a broken piece of pottery. Broken piece of pottery. Kintsugi spell that up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so there's a kintsugi tea, um, um, teacup. Okay. Uh, there's a leather dog collar with gray iron, like with uh, dark iron spikes. Quite large. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna ask questions. Um, and Words into some weird shit. And there's a tarot deck. See now that that yep okay <laughs> that makes sense. Three items. Okay, aren't we greedy? That's fine. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this together, and I'm 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 looking forward to working with my my student, <laughs> motioning at Atratus, who he has never. Well, I think you guys had some talk about uh, mind like a while back. It's more that I showed up and was like, "Hey, look what I can do now!" Right. It's like, like, "Oh, that's neat." Yeah, it's like Pat Pat. Aren't you cute? <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay. Uh, so yeah, weird takes the place in the. Uh, the center there, and you don't have the Arcanum for the spell, but if I remember correctly, Gregor says, lol, don't care. Uh, uh, I mean, I do, I don't have the dot reading. Right, which you can ignore the minus three, four. Yeah, uh, it, it just lets me, like, assist without the minuses. Right, and if you had been a full participant, then you would have an automatic success. Um, <sighs> cool, so yeah, uh, just roll your um, Gnosis plus... Well, actually, uh, Gnosis plus Mind plus Five. Mind because, five. Yeah, because mm. you're using your oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It is as if you yourself are casting the spell, and okay. that, that's going to add to his uh, die roll of 13. Oh, he's got to subtract that um, because one more item. So his die roll of 11 plus whatever you're going to add him. Gnosis plus Mind plus Five. Three successes. So he's rolling 14. Five successes, and he's like fabulous. Uh, and then flop, flop, flop in the tarot deck. Well, actually, it's in its little bag. Uh, the kintsugi just like rattling lightly onto the the floor, and the dog collar clink, and it's huge. And I, I think I think he has this moment of looks at collar, looks at you. What kind of dog? <laughs> right. What dog did you steal this from? A big Cerberus? Uh, a, good, a good boy. Yeah, I don't I don't want to know. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, those will technically last for a while. But, uh, you know, after a week, I'm going to probably want the spell control back. So they might just disappear. I'll try to give you a warning um, if it comes up. But, you know, if needs must, um, I'm just going to snatch those back. Um, and but um interesting um so the tablet i get all this stuff that special tarot deck 
And I think there's, is it a synchronized shrug from weird Anna Travis going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, fancy tarot deck. It came from the Goetia of fortune telling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair point. Um, well, uh, and, and the dog collar, just for curious, I don't know if you know much about Celtic myths and legends. You know, Kushalane. Uh, it sounds familiar. This was from the dog that he fought. Okay. I'll have you can to go look, Google that later. You can separate. look it up yeah. if you're curious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he trained him for it. I gave him. They're just sympathetic gantries that he summoned for himself. Yep. Uh, which, yeah. Um, actually, you don't have anything in Prime, so never mind. But, yeah. Songbird could probably tell you that that tarot deck for your normal tarot deck usage is probably a plus two Yantra yeah. instead of just a plus one. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, uh, you could always go get another one. She pulled another one out of the bag as soon as you took this yes. one. <laughs> yep. Um, so he uh, he kind of acknowledges and says, okay. Um, I'm very curious. You're going to have to tell me after the fact. You guys are doing interesting things, and you know what? That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll hear about it later, I hope. I also promise to let you know the moment I don't need these anymore. That, that would be appreciated. Thank you. And Ten minutes later, <laughs> uh, which actually yeah. sprints across New York. Um, where are you guys headed next? So I'm kind of tired. I think I'm going to go grab a coffee. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. I sure. we're sprinting down the hall, yeah. down the streets of New York with a giant dog collar like slung <laughs> over <laughs> his shoulder, flapping in the wind. I could probably wear it as a belt. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Considering how small weird is, yep. Mm. Um, I mean, wouldn't get you any more looks than you already get. Um, and is Atratus going with you? Do you um, want to meet him? Yeah, that sounds really cool. I mean, this is Atratus you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> is it the answer another? is always yes. Yeah. Meet something else? Absolutely. Okay. Um, cool. So you guys head uh, back to that uh, coffee bar. Uh, one second here. Uh, actually, we've still got time because hours um so yeah um so yeah uh you guys make your way back there it is bright let's see our summoning took two hours right uh no because the first one was instant the second one with um scopita uh scopitas with weird was like half an hour half an hour because it's probably been like two hours yeah we've probably been two hours total at this point total okay Uh, but yeah, so you guys make your way back to that weird little spot, which, yeah, weird. You're like, oh, yeah, no, definitely recognize this alley. Um, so do you see anything? Little, little, uh, you know, passive mage site, you know, tingles, but you wouldn't see anything necessarily. Yeah, like if I turn on mage site, it's not... You, if you turned on, if you turned on Mage Sight, you would see that there's something space related because you can always recognize the arcanum of it. But mm-hmm. to you, having no space knowledge, it's just like, well, that is definitely a space thing. But what it is, you you would have no context. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I I see something. All right. Um, he hasn't told me his name. But we do know it. But we do know it. So I wonder if telling, calling him out would... Say his uh, name three times. It works for Beetlejuice. Yeah. Would upset him or... Oh, what the heck. I'm I mean, it might impress him. 
to know that because you went and found information on him. I'm just going to do a quick little thing here. Divination and see if it'll piss him off. Yeah. Four successes on a quick and dirty divination. Oh, sure. And uh, what, what is the one question you're asking? Oh, well, so, yeah. Yeah. So uh, is he, w- would it upset him if I knew his name? No. Okay. No, it's going to be something kind of impressive to him. Scopitas. 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 Yeah, there's there's probably like he a long pause, uh, you know, especially yeah, as you're you're mm-hmm. chanting it a couple times, you're going, hang on, is this right? Um, before you know to actually, that's I'm gonna spend the mana to keep mage sign on also for this scene. Okay, um, so immediately, um. Weird, you like there's there's a ripple within that space thing, but you don't necessarily see anything. Over on the mage side of things, with mind, because uh, Tratus has mind too, and therefore can see Goetia. You mm-hmm. see this ten foot tall, you know, melted wax figure in robes and stuff like that, towering, and seem to step out like you know Gandalf stepping into the hobbit hole but in reverse kind of stepping out and looking around and looking down at you <laughs> um not i mean by the nature of the fact that he's 10 foot tall there's an intimidation factor there but doesn't look you know malicious and looks down Just- and says weird And then, like, there's there's a moment of concentration, and you see it materialize, um, and kind of looks down and says, "This is rather open." Um, interesting. We can go somewhere else if you prefer. Um, I only came here because I knew this was where I last saw you. Um, I can cast incognito presence on all of us. Uh. I'm trying to think if he would have any. Yeah, that would be effective. You could actually do incognito presence on the area. Mm-hmm. And just no one would look in this alley. Well, they would look right past everything. They would just mm-hmm. not even recognize an alley. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Uh, I've got to have to queue that up. Because <laughs> um. you'll just have to do the one mana, and then you'll just need a little bit of extra scale. So like a minus mm-hmm. two. Uh, so three reach, one for instant, one for scale, and one for duration. Yeah. So I'm over I don't know. Two. You necessarily needs advanced scale. Mm, yeah, you could just take a minus two to the. Uh, okay, so I'm not overreaching. Yeah. Ten, ten by ten is probably more than enough. Mm-hmm. Two. Oh, so minus two. Okay, so my address. <laughs> I'm keeping track of my ones I have to use now. I got my hammer. Oh yeah. That does that really apply? Um in the vein of like You are controlling your environment? Yeah, shaping the environment mm-hmm. around you. Okay, so it's plus one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um three for shadow name. 
One for what else? Oh, two for high speech. Okay. <sighs> so I can have plus six because I got a minus one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a minus two. Minus two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the minus two covers a small room, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So five minus two is three plus six is nine. Cool. And then it does cost you a mana because it is incognito presence and is super awesome. No problem. Yep. Uh, and Skokitas like flinches back a little bit because it is bind magic and mm-hmm. interesting. And now we are private. Okay. Yeah, no one will. Um, nobody will bother to look here. Yeah. They just kind of won't. Yeah, and recognize like people, that it's here. Yeah, people walking by the alley, and occasionally eyes pass by and just don't even see the. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of lowers itself down onto one knee and nods to you. Thank you. So it's like our height now. Yeah. Uh, and kind of looks to well, your height. Uh, <laughs> looks to weird and goes. Um, so. Did you bring me three things? And like, and he's like eyes burrowing into like your bag. Actually, probably looking at a Tratus too, because you've got the tablet, I'm sure, like being lugged around in a backpack or something. Uh, yes, I have three things. I produce the tarot deck. Reaches his hands out like a mm-hmm. camera. How cameras work. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So I hand him and, the tarot deck. Sure. And which like fits in a corner of his palm. Sure. <laughs> um, then the dog collar. And just mentally, like sort of like an imago, I'm imagining the story mm-hmm. as I'm handing him the dog collar. And uh, the teacup. Cool. Does he uh, need explanations? No, because at, at basically as he's as he's taking the things, he's kind of looking at them and looking very pointedly from the object to weird and connecting. Yeah, there's there's some kind of visualization that he's making and kind of nodding and just kind of you know grips them in his hands and just like they seem to not like get crushed, but like he squeezes his hands and they like get Subsumed into, and yeah, he gets a little bit bigger, a little bit wider, um, and uh, looks down and says, "Yeah." And like his eyes, kind of—I mean, there were already these kind of weird rainbowy like pools. They kind of glaze over a little bit. Like you, it looks like a junkie getting his fix, Um, and kind of sits. I just kind of look in and it goes, okay. <clears throat> At a, that'll do. Um, okay. And uh, to a- avoid me having to get into some crazy metaphysics or anything like that within the realm of mage, uh, he begins to describe to you what this thing is. He calls it the terror. Um, there are other people who have all sorts of names for it. Um and basically breaks down the the fact that it is an odd anomaly where the phenomenal world meets the astral kind of at crossroads. Um, And so you get this whole fourth dimension, you know, everything in the astral meets everything in the phenomenal world. And because of their cross section, you know, you can cross 
from here, the material world, you know, into the astral and vice versa anywhere. Um, but just by the nature of the fact that the astral is built on thinking things, its place in the world moves and shifts. Um, and there's no way of charting where it'll be. Um, but for now it is here. Um, and he explains that, you know, sometimes he exits it and explores the myth phenomenal world because he loses essence like any other Goetia and says, you know, and then I, you know, and there's been times where it's been deep in the ocean and it is absolutely of no use to me. Um, there are other times like this, this is a terrific time where it is surrounded by people and things that I can gather and learn from. Uh, and basically explains that, yeah, the, the passage, the thing, not so much passage that you pay, but the, the power that it needs to generate to allow you to move through it or memories, thoughts, things of your mental self, uh, which for humans tends to be also things that are often tied to their soul. Uh, and you know, explains that he, he knows of mere mortals you know, like not just mages, but like sleepers who get, who have utilized this sorcerers and witches, you know, uh, by feeding it things like, oh, my favorite color is red, you know, and, you know, oh, yep, not my favorite color no more. And it's just gone. Uh, and basically he explains that the safe way that humans have harnessed it when they've been able to find it um, has been giving up little bits that the human psyche can restore. So my favorite color is red. I give that up and later find themselves in a new favorite color. Right. And, you know, and it might be red again later, but you know, as soon as you get rid of it, okay, it's not red anymore, but down the road, wow, all this red stuff. Yeah. I dig red just because it's, you know, restored. And the, and he says it's, it's a power. He is clearly very jealous of, humans having because anytime he gives up something there's no getting it back no matter what it is um and so basically he says these things that you gave me free trips they're tickets mm-hmm. okay so when i went through the last time i couldn't move anywhere was it because i didn't give anything up it's because well uh he says but at first yes but then when you gave it something up and you said you wanted to be back out and so you were so I could have given here. something up and ended up anywhere else, potentially, uh, but or in, or anywhere else in the astral. Correct, would have been anywhere in the astral, because right now it links here. If you find the tear in the astral realm, which he says is in the anima mundi, uh, right, <laughs> and so you find it in the anima mundi, you can end up anywhere in the material, anywhere in the phenomenal, the places that you know, the dreams of things, stones and stuff. So find the right, you know, connection there and write it out to where it lives physically. So he's like, yeah, I have been to the the place that you call Jupiter. I have been to Pluto. I have been to far off galaxies. They're not particularly interesting without humans. Do any of them have anything else? Not that I have found, but it's a big place out there. Yeah. Billions and billions of planets and stars. Yep. Travis, you know, you know what this means. Mm-hmm. Like to be able to travel 
physically into the astral. And I look at Scopitas. Mm-hmm. Correct. And with all the dangers that it carries. And yeah. the potential. I mean, yes. I mean. And meta-knowledge, and actually this is probably something that Ash, as the mind mage, probably has a better understanding of than the space mage. But going into the astral physically means no Amnion. You can use your physical traits, but no Amnion to protect you. Uh, which is on top of, you know, you can summon your mage armor like always. But, <laughs> but if you die, you die for real. You die for real. And yeah, nobody's ever finding oh, yeah. your physical body. Um, you know, so yeah, it has advantages and disadvantages. Hmm. Interesting. It says I... it is a useful tool, but must be used with care like a weapon. So the other people that have used this, they've transported themselves physically into the astral mm -hmm. and then come back out at the same point they left? Correct. So they can't Correct. use this to go elsewhere unless they go all the way to the Anima Mundi and find the tear there. No. It's a very, very useful tool for somebody uh, wanting to go specific places in the astral. Now that said, if one is daring enough can use this to travel and into the Anima Mundi, find and hopefully find the terror there and then use that. So a two-step trip, but that does mean going into the Anima Mundi in your physical body, facing the ecstatic wind and surviving. I don't know that's trip I want to take. <laughs> when, when for, for normal mortals, might be worth the risk. For mages, especially ones with space magic, but it does you can bypass teleport. right. Well, it does bypass the need to have a sympathetic yantra to where you want to teleport to. Yeah. I mean, you can also scry, mm -hmm. and then teleport there through your scrying window. Yeah. Well, scry still well, has the same. Oh, you still need the yantra to it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need some sort of a connection to scry. Let me just find a picture of it online of the place you want to go. That yeah, gets you the sympathetic a... yantra, but not necessarily the connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Can pretty you know? weak connection. Um, you would need space four. Space four lets you start making connections um, to actually have. Um, because, yeah, sympathetic, you need a sympathetic yantra as a yantra, and then you yourself have to have the sympathetic connection to a place. Or okay, person. I thought you could scry on something with just like through a TV. Well, um, like through a TV, that's just remote. That's not sympathetic casting. Okay. <laughs> Is, did weird break? When I went in here, We're, I'm spinning. Mm. Um, <laughs> so this was, I cast a spell that was going to lead me through a series of clues or whatever to the other world. Mm -hmm. If this is, but this is a gateway into the astral. Oh, oh. Which means the other world is the astral. There you go. 
I mean, you literally just got back from the court of the gods. And that, uh, that is, it all makes so much sense. And time is different in the astral compared to the phenomenal. And, oh, that's, oh, I need to sit down. Yeah, I was going to say, does weird sit down? <laughs> yes. All those stories, they were real. Just when the terror lined up in, you know, because it and was that's there why for... It, and it happened randomly. I was and very pleased with this. Oh. <laughs> Poor Layla. Layla. Bark, bark. There's squirrels outside. Or something. Or, uh, or worse people. Worse people, yeah. <laughs> Ash says, yeah, people. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, anything else that you want to do there? Um, oh, your Wiscopetus? And like I said, he's probably he's easily spends like 15, 20 minutes like explaining the steps and processes and stuff like that. Um, some of the ins and outs of how to use it and including how to enter it for even normal sleepers. Can we ask him? I mean, you're there to. Yeah, um, we found reference to you in books in the Athenaeum. That's how we know really? your name. OK, <laughs> yes. I was wondering. Um, and yeah, he is like, he's like, people are talking about me. Shit, mm-hmm. tell me. Uh-huh. Um, it said that you are a very useful guide. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So in the future, could we call on you? I mean, we'll still do a trade, of course, because that's the price. If, if you but... have some way of calling me out of the Anima Mundi, absolutely. You know my name. The Anima Mundi is his home? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is from the Anima Mundi. He cannot mm. enter the Temenos. Um, right. Because he's fundamentally not from human. Right, he's not it. from human thought. Oh man, he's definitely an alien Goetia. But he Basically. could enter the Temenos through Inch this, aliens. could he? Mm. Okay. Uh, he, he is basically stuck using... That uh, the Anima Mundi and the Phenomenal World, and he basically dances around the Temenos. Okay, so um, how did you and I end up being uh, intertwined, for lack of a better word? Um, time is time is still you know relative, and yeah, uh, I could not tell you what uh, entwined our fates, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I can. <laughs> yeah. Weird goes, oh, whoops. Uh, but yeah, uh, by by happenstance, we were there at the same time. There was times long ago um, when the pathway was used by many people. And um, yes, you could find many a traveler within there. I know exactly why we were intertwined. Because you're probably the only person who could explain to me how this works. I'm sure solve there are, this riddle for me. I'm there. I'm sure there were others, um, and there may be other Goetia, but I'm the only one I know of that uses this regularly. Um, the other Anima Mundi Goetia are um, not quite as taken with humans as I am. You all are a fascinating subject. And we are fortunate for having your interest. Um, speaking of favors and interest, um, there is a thing I often ask, um, 
would you allow me to visit your soul? That is a dangerous request. I do understand that. I'm not super into letting people into my soul. I understand. Um, my demon um, tried to shoot weird. You have a very well, protective demon. <laughs> held me at gunpoint. True. For an hour. <laughs> no big deal. Not salty about it. Um, good outcome, bad outcome. No. <laughs> bad, bad, yeah, bad. well, actually, uh, you old time. Divination is time. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do the same thing every time he casts Divination. Every fucking time. Uh, but no, um, like the... Yeah, it feels know, like it should be fate. It should, <laughs> yeah. But it's seeing into the future and knowing facts about the future as opposed to mm-hmm. manipulating possibility. Uh, but no, the and especially giving you the plus one reach, um, Scopetus will use uh, use your soul to travel, to try and travel into the tomatoes. And it will be potentially catastrophic to your own euros. Yeah, no, thank you. Very well. I will continue my search. And with that, he kind of like, especially when you, once you both say no, like he goes He's from being, with us now. yeah, he goes from being genial and stuff to like, all right, well, I got my tickets and just steps back into that terror. <laughs> Later, bro. <laughs> yep. So. Cool. It's all real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, to, yeah, to some definitions. Not exactly what you were taught, but yeah. But that's, but that explains why it's like. It's all described differently by different people, and the experiences they have are completely disconnected. Mm-hmm. It's just it's all, all, it all makes so much sense. <laughs> and, and weird heads into the coffee shop and like I need to sit <laughs> yeah. down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we're gonna have a tea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, and putting that on pause. Well, actually, at this point, yeah, we got half an hour left. Um, next steps. When is our date with the counselors and the hierarchy? That was Wednesday. in. In my head, tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. It could be tomorrow night if we need to, because we haven't really known nah, that exactly what day we're at. But yeah, no, that's that's good. Okay. I don't think I have anything else to do before that. Okay. I try to serve weird. Um, I don't know if it'd probably be off screen, but I wanted to have a chat with my Damon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Just- I want to take my things home at least. oh that's true because you're like i need to go research these i don't have yeah. long okay um cool yeah so i think there's like a group text of like all right hey i'm gonna go dive into my soul i'll be back in time for our meeting and Travis is like nobody bother me i'm on d- do not disturb <laughs> I, I have <laughs> i have to start copying this thing down uh mm-hmm. and songbird is still working away at those stupid well, probably for another hour and a half or something like that. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, we can fast forward a little bit in time. Uh, the two questions I had, um, as the Rookery is going to go present this to Eldorado, uh, going to present Eldorado to the Hierarch and the Counselors, uh, are we taking Network and Titus? Or, I think so. Uh, I mean, they're in our cabal yeah. now, yeah. Right. And that's, and, they're part and, of our cabal and like it's ours right and that's like the the discovery is ours right and that that was my thing of like trying to establish how the rookery behaves and stuff like that because yeah Mm -hmm. network and titus were not involved but this belongs to the rookery so the whole rookery is going to show i think that hey just um 
I don't remember if we did it off screen or not, but we did both in network, right? Oh, uh, we had not, yeah. uh, but okay. um, yeah, I think that may be the thing that, and we'll do it off screen, but sure. uh, we're like, okay, we're going to go meet the hierarch. Uh, we're going to meet the counselors. We're going to do this as the rookery. So Titus and, and, and network swearing in, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, which I think like is, you know, makes, well, I guess we're going to do it on screen kind of, but yeah, it's going to, you know, they, they're like, all right. All right. And they're like a little, little high five as they, and then, you know, okay, we're going to get serious. Um, and like Titus looks like particularly into this because as a sleepwalker, like he's been, you know, an errand boy and he's been yeah. in a couple cabals, but yeah, he mentions, he's like, I've never been like, I've always been, an errand boy for a couple of years. considered actually part of the cabal. Right. Um, but you know, to be a, a full fledged member, that, that means a lot to me. And, and you guys, you guys apparently have my back and I appreciate that. And, um, uh, is there a specific role that you give either of them? Not at the moment. Okay. Is the only, yeah, I was trying to think off the top of my head, but Hearthkeeper, I think is the one that Titus might be closest to just keeping track of supplies and, stuff like that but um yeah i mean they don't need to have a specific role for now so um but yeah so with that um we uh we fast forward to hmm probably long train ride up north well that's what i was thinking i don't know if they would actually meet up there um and trying to think of where they would actually meet Some sort of silver ladder place. That's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, okay, so let me jump over to my maps. Oh, does Oceans get back to me at some point during the day? Uh, no, she does not. Nope. Do, do, pull up the map. Gonna complain. It's two out of the two out of the five are silver ladder, right? Mm -hmm. Uh Hadromiel, uh the hierarch himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's true, because uh, Moonkeeper and uh, Pip are... No. Yeah, Moonkeeper Arrow. and Pip are both Arrow. He's his mystery. Yep. No, Moonkeeper's a guardian. Mm -mm. He's <laughs> with... Um, yeah, no, guardians and free council do not have a seat on the council. That doesn't seem quite fair. Well, it's because the well, council... Shodell is... Yeah, Shodell is, is a guardian, but he is the... Um, He's the Herald. Sentinel, right. uh, Herald, Herald, yes. Uh, but yeah, no, the, there's not necessarily a fairness because the counselor is selected by the hierarch, uh, and they're going to be members of specific paths, not necessarily, uh, the different orders. Um, but yes, I don't know. Is there a specific, what's On a good silver laddery place? Um, probably a church. Actually, yeah. What's, what was Hadromiel's church? Uh, Saint Iglesias. I can't remember, but yeah, the the same church that um, yeah that you met Hadromiel in, um, mm -hmm. and it'll definitely be after hours. Though it's a big cathedral, so it's got you know twenty four sure. hour access. And stuff There's always like people there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Hadromiel, you know, sees you all, and um, it's like okay, um, welcome Rookery, and definitely like is giving Titus and Network. Kind of, you know, not confused, but he's like, okay, sure. Uh, was expecting the three of you. Uh, got two extras, but that's fine. And 
Hadramiel, who definitely seems to have the run of this church, kind of leads you guys back into, you know, one of the little study group rooms, not the little kindergarten classroom that <laughs> Sumford had met in originally, the tiny little chairs, and uh, mm-hmm. brings you in, and uh, yeah, everybody is there in kind of more mundane appearance as opposed to the last time when you saw them, everybody was dressed up for their the yeah. big meeting and stuff like that. Costumes and masks. In the masks, yes. Uh, and sits and... Uh, they're all seated behind like a long table with chairs um, and there's this big open empty space where you guys are clearly intended to just stand um, and Hadromeo kind of motions you guys in, shuts the door, gives it a quick little lock and walks around um, and uh, he's a cast incognito presence basically concealing the room uh, and they say so you found something in Mexico. And that is where we will pause um, <laughs> as we try and figure out. Uh, well, now we try to figure out. This is a good time for a break. A little bit early, mm-hmm. but that's fine because it will just mean the next episode is a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. Still and, shorter like normal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's true. The second one is always short. I hadn't thought about that. Um, it's because we break at the halfway and then we come back. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, cool. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. As always, um, I didn't talk about it earlier but holy crap hunter the vigil i was i was excited before and then they told me hey you can play a tiefling uh and i went from being excited to being hyped uh <laughs> why can't i hold all this edge dude a Lucif- tiefling in the service of some ancient like, satan hunting lady from 832 ad and she's still around and summon hellfire and speak any language you mm-hmm. want and the, it's the literally Lucifuge. my t- yeah. it's the same no, yeah. tiefling i play in D. it's my infernal warlock with the t- act of the tome so i can speak any like yes um yep. describe this was like okay cool sold yep uh and the other ones are really good council of bones super unsatisfying it, they just talk to ghosts. They don't actually raise skeletons. Totally bummed. Uh, but they do a lot of cool stuff uh, with that. And what was the other one I was looking at that I thought was really interesting? Uh, the Aegis Domine? No, that's not right. Um, basically, they're folks who do some Middle Eastern, like Egyptian kind of stuff. They have a little way to breathe in some incense and go and step into twilight and where they can interact with ghosts and spirits. And I was like, that's super cool. And then I read it. It's like, Oh yeah. If your spirit while you're wandering around here gets killed, you just wake up in your body with the soulless condition. And I go, Oh, that sucks. Oh shit. (laughs) Your soul just died in twilight and you are just absolutely boned. Um, Yeah. So yeah, there's some very cool, like, get in over your head stuff as yeah like the lucifuge you spawn hellfire you can throw it it's a plus two lethal damage and now it sets everything on fire and you are no longer in control of the fire so there's a whole lot of mess with this stuff and it's really cool and then it gets out of your hands which i'm like this is so terrific uh so very excited about that that's on kickstarter you can go back it and get access to all those same previews that i'm just going gaga over <laughs> um and then of course join us on discord yeet into dot space and uh and uh support us monetarily on patreon which is stay dot club or patreon.com slash occultist anonymous that's boring uh and again a quick shout out if you are an artist or know an artist that is into mage that likes occultist anonymous anything like that please reach out we are looking to commission some new art for our characters um as 
yeah, like I said, they've all changed. I think we'll see Weird forging her own legacy soon. Um, the others have already joined Legacy, so I want to I want to encapsulate that in some art. So uh, until uh, next time, Twitch folks will be right back. YouTube guys, we'll see you on Friday. Stay lucky. <laughs>